We are live again. Live again. Welcome, Welcome to a special episode of the Love Changer podcast. Special episode because our lovely co-host Kay is enjoying a holiday. Um, special episode because it's been a while since I've done a Love Change podcast by myself, solo. And a special episode because of what I'm going through right now. Um, as some of you might have noticed, I've been pretty sick lately and I've taken the time to heal and I've also taken the time to get researched. And actually, um, as I am starting up again and getting back to things, I decided the first thing that I want to do during this period is reflect on all the change I went to. Today's episode is all about the process that I go through to reflect on change, how I do that and what's in it for you. And maybe it's smart to start off with that. So keep listening. If you care about your personal growth, if you care about change, if you care about personal development, and if there are big things you would like to experience in your life, things you would like to achieve professionally, personally, and you're not really sure how you're going to get there, but you are determined to get there. The Love Change podcast is usually done with Kay and I'm or me, and we vowed to each other as a couple to have open and taboo-free, shameless conversations about different aspects that are uh, part of going through change, part of growing through change. And usually when you see people as you interact in a social dynamic, people are out of the radar when they're growing through a rough patch and they show up when they're done and polished and this is what we're trying to break to share the process sometimes it's ugly sometimes it's nitty gritty but it's human you all we all go through it so why not be open about it today um i've been wanting to do this for about a month i think ago it came up in a coaching session is to reboot myself and when I say reboot, what am I talking about? It's about reflecting um, and looking at all the changes that you've been through in the past. Could be a month, could be a year. For me, it has been, I started the clock this time in 2017 and we're in 21 now, which means four years ago, I did this for the very first time. And... I'm going to show you how I did it. This little drawing here, this is something you sometimes see during presentations that I give, keynotes, pieces of it. It starts off here with a little drawing of Iran and me being a baby and it's drawings of all major life events up to breaking my neck with the wave here and discovering I want to be a coach and doing um, energy management stuff. This is the result. How do you get to something like this? Because the value of this is when I when I look at this, I see all the major changes that I've gone through, how I adapted to them, all these little uh, pictures and, and uh, emojis that I designed myself and drew myself like a kid, uh, tell a story to me. So this right here is just like being able to read through the book of your life very quickly. Uh, I use drawings for that because they, they speak uh, so much more than words. But 
it might seem difficult to start off with a drawing. How, how do you know what you're going to draw? Um, what do you consider major life event? What, what do you consider change? How do you reflect on a period? So I've been um, re-examining the, the reflection exercise for myself as I am uh, taking the coming two, three days to do it. I started this afternoon. Pretty intense, I can tell you, because you go back to moments that you might not have enjoyed when they were happening and you kind of push that away. Um, you went through it and you buckled up, but you never stood still and soaked in all the stuff that happened back then. Um, so the first step I took before starting on the real exercise is... Um, crystallize what I want to achieve with this reboot. What am I trying to get done? What uh, what value am I looking for in this reflection exercise? And for you, it might be something completely different. For me, it was very important to look at all the things that I have um, learned, the personal development and personal growth that I've gone through the past four years, I want to have that in a clear overview. So that's actually something that you only achieve after you have done all this, because then you can look at it and really zoom out on your own life and be like, what am I learning here? What What is the message? What is life trying to teach me? And uh, what is my next step, so to say? So... For me, it was very important to emphasize all the progress I have made. And also, almost, no, not almost, very much celebrate the attempts and trials that I made and experiments that I went on to overcome my personal challenges. So on one side, we have the things that went good, the things that we consider growth and uh, sometimes you try something and it fails so to say and it's a big learning opportunity so celebrating those learning opportunities is another um, reason why i'm going through this process and then we arrive at the next step which is all about all about creating a bubble for yourself. So as you know, you want to achieve this. For me, it's about emphasizing what I've learned, how I've grown, what I've tried, what I've learned. And you need to create a little bubble for yourself to um, not engage with everyday life now. So this is me getting out of my bubble, talking to you guys through the podcast. Um, but I... Uh, told all my friends and loved ones that I'm in town, I'm doing my thing, but I won't be, uh, how do you say it, accessible. You won't be able to call me. I won't be really uh, happy with messages, uh, urgencies only, please, so that I can uh, retract myself from social dynamics and uh, jump into my hyperbolic time chamber, you could consider it, and probably... If you're watching this, you either uh, have your photos in the Google Cloud or in the Apple Cloud or any cloud for that matter. These guys are great for you to scroll back in time. So what I did is as soon as I uh, dropped off K at the airport, like, bye, 
uh, saw my sister, uh, told her that I was about to embark on this and I would catch up with her Friday night or in the weekend. I call my mom after this and then the bubble is done for me because most of my friends I only speak to on the weekend. And that's where I started was using my phone on my lap with a notebook, um, just taking notes as I scroll back in the picture section. So I went back to 2017 and saw what my life was about, who I was seeing and where I was hanging out, um, what relationships I was having and remembering step by step the state of mind that I was in and which travels did I go on, which trips did I make, um, did I have any fights, did I have any uh, blue weeks, just remembering through the pictures because um, I have not journaled back then, right? I think since I did my coaching training, I've been journaling more consecutively, but back then I wasn't journaling. So in 2017, um, I broke my leg halfway through the year. I had... Uh, pretty extreme sexual relationships. I was in a dark place after that summer. Then 2018 came, I went to Curacao. I see all these moments. So I look at all the pictures and I just, some, some photos are insignificant. So you take notes of what was a big thing for you back then or what you consider a big thing now. And I, that's like you can do about a year in my case making notes for I think I made notes for two years in like two hours so right now I'm uh, doing uh, four years of reflection of which the last two year was very intense because of moving in um, so I guess about four to six hours of reflecting just looking at all the pictures and extracting life events. How was my body doing? How was I doing mentally? How was I doing emotionally, spiritually, financially? All the, how do you say it, setbacks, but also the follow-throughs and the things that suddenly surprisingly went well. And happy times. Just, just going through your pictures, and I, I recommend zooming out a bit so that not having like three pictures wide on your screen but more so you see more and then your brain really does the work that you just jot down some words maybe you're already thinking in your personal cryptography that we're going to get on to later and um, that's it it's not very complicated it just requires you uh, to get maybe also out of your routine. So I went to a place next to the river, ordered myself a drink and just was there by myself doing this, uh, looking at the water helped clearing the mind, whatever works for you. But um, if you want to do this with another person, um, it's recommendable to set a timer for like an hour, let's say and then get back together again. So you might go to the bar or whatever hangout you have together, but you agree that you will not interact with each other for an hour so you can focus and zoom in. 
and just get lost in your own photo book. And then you can get back together and share a bit about if you share a past, what you remember of that. If you don't share a past, what you already picked up on. So I have my notes in my bag and uh, I think uh, for me it was mostly interesting to see that all these events are just four years ago. They seem so long ago. And that's just something interesting about the human mind that um, yeah, you, what you consider not so long ago is very relative to your values and what you get attached to. The next step that I hope to take the coming two days is transforming those bullet points that are words right now into a drawing that I can use. Uh, a drawing that speaks the whole story to me. And this is a bit more creative process because it is truly the show do not tell because we might be using some letters, but we're not using words. How do you do that? So you have your inner critic telling you that you suck at drawing and you don't have any creative uh, bones in your body. All that stuff is nonsense, of course. Again, why are we doing this? Why are we turning the notes that we took from the year, which is uh, a, a verbal, lingual um, method of journaling? Why do we want to transform it into uh, a visual form of journaling? The reason why is that um, you activate a part of your brain that is very good at storytelling in your own world. So if you want to tell a story to an audience like I'm doing now, I have to use the words and emphasize the the metaphors that make sense in my social understanding. But draw, making a drawing for yourself only, only needs to make sense to you. So it might turn out weird. It might turn out uh, very cryptic. But as long as it makes sense to you, you have created your own little language here. And the benefit of doing that is that you compressed a lot of information to a single sheet of paper. And uh, the, the moment that you figure out, okay, here I have a little stair, which each step of the way, something like learning Dutch and making money and getting a job and a car. So... Here I was trying to explain that we arrived in the Netherlands as migrants slash refugees and we needed to uh, climb the stairs or the, 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 the ladder of society again because we were in a good place in Iran but when we came to the Netherlands we were suddenly below the bottom of society so we needed to climb the ladder. And the time that I was drawing this, I remember all the emotions of being at the bottom of society suddenly when you were actually upper middle, middle class. Um, so it's not just the result that is valuable, but writing down five words or this whole story that I just told you might take you five to ten minutes. But drawing this... Maybe it takes longer, maybe not. Decide, you, you decide how emphasized you want to make your drawing. But it really um, 
takes you to a process of um, actually digesting the event. So if it was an event that was impactful for you, for your life, you made a note out of it by checking it out on the pictures. And as you are drawing that, you get to process that event uh, a bit better. And uh, try it out. Maybe just pick one event, see how that works, just to see what it does to you. It's a bit different than journaling because journaling requires words. And we as kids already understood things before we had words. Um, we had to learn the words maybe afterwards, but visually we were present uh, very quickly. Um, this is the first step. This is the, 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 the first part of the reflection journey that I'm going through this week. And the second part is zooming out and learning from it and learning from it towards the big change. For me, the big change ahead is moving to Colombia, moving to Medellin, uh, getting my life organized in a way that I can run my business internationally and growing my speaking career, launching my book. These are big things that are about to happen in my life. They scare me sometimes. They make me doubt my abilities. They uh, make me question why I would go through all the discomfort when everything is so peaceful and calm right here, right now. But I know I couldn't live with myself um, if I didn't do it. Because at the end of the show, I would like to look back on my life and be like, oh, that wasn't such a smart idea to do that. But never wonder what if I would have done that. So trying to get rid of all the what ifs. And uh, in that process, I'm trying to sharpen my saw. This is how I do that. And I hope that today's episode of the Love Change podcast was valuable. It's actually a little bit of an uh, instruction video, uh, which I will share even further. So thank you all for tuning in. And you'll see me next week. And the week after that, KK is back. Love change out.